0: Is it constitutional for parents to use money from the state to send their children to a religious-based school? Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. Before discussing today's topic, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. States are realizing the horrors of critical race theory and the total integration of anti-God, LGBTQ plus ideology in schools. They are also understanding that there is very little they can do as there is a new generation of teachers that are perfectly willing to disobey any directives to cease and desist that harmful behavior. So I see how you think that you've done something here because... Parents or community members have voiced concern to their elected official, which is how that process works. Um, not not bringing it to a teacher, right? They're taking it to the elected official, um, and now that uh, legislators are are trying to implement these things. Um, but still, in fact, a parent, not my boss. I don't I don't actually answer to them. So get bent. <laughs> The only answer is that if you have children in a government school system, get them out. There are no exceptions, and states need to make it easier for parents to do so. Now, many states are looking at a school choice system where parents can pull their children from a government school and the money follows the child. Basically, the state money earmarked for that child's education can instead be self-directed by the parent. The question then becomes, is it constitutional for parents to use money from the state to send their children to a religious-based school? Fortunately, the U.S. Supreme Court has just answered that question with a resounding yes. Two weeks ago, the Supreme Court issued an opinion in Carson v. Mankin which reaffirm that states that give money to parents to use on school choice programs must permit parents to use that money for religious-based schools. This has caused the liberal left to explode in complaints about the, quote, separation of church and state. Now, sadly, many Americans actually believe that the term separation of church and state is found somewhere in the Constitution. Hot tip for you. It's not. The term separation of church and state initially comes from a letter from Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury Baptist Association in 1802. Jefferson was responding to a letter that expressed concern that the power of the federal government could be used to destroy freedom of religion. Jefferson assured them that it could not and used the famous phrase as an analogy to help illustrate a quote from the Bill of Rights, that the legislature shall, quote, make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. The term was further cemented into American minds with the opinion of Justice Hugo Black in the 1947 case of Everson versus Board of Education. The Everson case was a decision in favor of a Catholic school. However, Justice Black was a past KKK member and had an intense hatred of Catholicism. Justice Black wanted to limit the decision to just school transportation matters, least he give comfort to what he described as papists. Thus, his majority opinion in the 5-4 case included the separation of church and state phrase as though it was a citation to the Constitution itself. The force and influence of Everson and its progeny is less in the holdings themselves than it is in the dictum and in the rhetoric that the court used. For in the generations to come, Hugo Black's sentiments would be used as a basis to drive God out of the schools." Now, as originally designed, the Constitution only prohibited the federal government from establishing official state religions. States retained the sovereignty to deal with that issue without interference from outside. In fact, when the Constitution was ratified in 1789, many states had then-existing official religions. For example, Virginia was Anglican. Massachusetts was Congregationalist. In New Hampshire, you had to be a Protestant to run for office. As you can see, it was up to the states, not the federal government. Accordingly, the court got it right two weeks ago when they ruled that the states may adopt a money follows the child style of education expenditure. They can do so with complete constitutional authority. Now, you, yes, you listening to this, knowing that if you were sitting on your butt, not doing anything of value to make sure your state adopts a system that makes it as easy as possible for, for parents to get their kids out of government schools, please reassess your priorities. Now, here's how I can help you. If you are already a member of the John Birch Society, Thank you for being an active patriot. Continue to work the 110.6 program with an emphasis on this issue. Now, if you are not yet a member, please know that being the best educated member of a concentration camp is no position of honor. Put your knowledge to work right now. There's no better way to do that than as part of the JBS team. Join with us at JBS.org. Don't just know your constitution. Live it. This has been Constitution Corner. Join with me every week as we give a fresh perspective on topics that matter to you and to your liberties. Please visit JBS.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information. Please share this with others. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell.